Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I am so excited to announce that we officially have a new sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White, and that is Routine. Um, I actually had one of the founders of Routine on the podcast as one of my early on founder series episodes uh, back in 2020. And um, they are now officially the sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White. So, so excited to announce them to all of you. Uh, routine was founded by a husband and wife with one simple goal, establish healthy routines for healthy lifestyles. The founders tried a lot of hydration and wellness supplements and found that most are full of sugar, synthetic ingredients, and were also made overseas in uncontrolled environments and didn't accomplish what they claimed to do. Instead of, in, in, sorry, instead of reinventing the wheel, uh, Routine looked to time-tested natural ingredients that generations of parents have trusted. They focused on creating products that keep those natural ingredients whole, but make them more convenient for our modern, busy lives. Their newest product is called Mo Morning Routine. Um, just so you know, when we sleep, we lose around a pound to a pound and a half of water, expelling vapors, sweat, etc. Each packet of morning routine, which they come in a single serve packet, little tear away packet you dump in water. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and Himalayan sea salt. This combination has all six essential electrolytes and most importantly, no sugar. As I mentioned, it's just a one uh, serving tear packet that you dump in around 20 ounces of water. Um, they suggest you start your day with this. That's why it's called morning routine. And as always, routine is made up of trusted ingredients made convenient. The link to routine is in the show notes. If you want to just go and find that, click and it'll take you to their website. Or you can go to yourroutine.com. And as an offer from routine to all of my listeners, if you'd like to get 30%, which is a huge discount to start off, 30% off your first order at yourroutine.com. Or again, link in the show notes. At checkout, use code ShaneWhite30 to get 30% off. All right, everybody. Hope you guys check out Routine. Um, you know, as you all know, I normally always share with you guys brands, um, products that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've talked about Robinhood, talked about Whoop in the past, and Routine is no different. Um, I do believe in what they're building. I love their products. Uh, morning Routine um, has been something that I've been taking and I've seen great results. I honestly just feel more energized. Um, I feel more hydrated, if that makes sense. Like I really do. Um, and so I think you guys will love the product. And as always, like I said, um, if you use Shane White 30, you can get 30% off your first order. So it's a great way to try out the product and see if it's something that you can enjoy. All right, everybody. The next episode is up right after this. Hello, everybody. I had to hop on today to bring you guys a episode, a solo episode, um, but an episode about the craziness that has gone on this week in the stock market. Um, if any of you guys are paying any sort of attention to uh, the stock market, to the news, um, if you're on social media, for sure, you have seen 
um, the craziness that is going on. And I wanted to just talk about it, give my two cents, but I also would love uh, to hear from you guys. I would love to understand what you guys are thinking. Um, if any of you have ex- are involved in what's going on, um, how you got, what's your perspective? I think I would love to kind of make this one a little more um, back and forth on social media um, because I know a lot of people are fired up. Some people uh, don't really understand the impacts of what's happening. And so I'm going to try to break that down a little bit. So we'll just dive right in. And as you guys um, may or may not know, um, this week has been pretty insane for a handful of stocks. And the main ones I'll call out are GameStop and AMC. Obviously, you know, both of those companies have been, you know, totally thrashed throughout 2020 and continue in 2021 with uh, the state of the world, with the state of coronavirus. Um, that's a a pretty, a, a, an industry, both those industries have been, you know, kind of crushed for a couple of reasons. Obviously, um, AMC, you know, movie theaters have for the majority of the country have been closed, um, since March. So, you know, honestly, I, I haven't paid a ton of attention to some of those, um, stocks, but I, I can only imagine, you know, before all this, that they have just been getting crushed. And then obviously GameStop, you know, if you guys, it depends on your age, you know, I'm, I'm 29 back when I was a kid getting, you know, when I, I used, I remember my first, uh, First, first major video game system I used was a PlayStation 2 and then an Xbox. And um, when you wanted to get a new game or even to maybe buy those systems, uh, GameStop was definitely one of the places you'd expect to go. Um, it was also a place where, um, you know, it was in a mall, which I, I think back then uh, a lot of people would go to malls a lot. You know, me and my buddies, I remember we would we would just go to the mall to walk around and hang out and check out video games and do whatever. Um, so those places, just brick and mortar in general, uh, or like GameStop, uh, when, I, when I say brick and mortar, that really just means a physical location, right? Um, those places in the video game world have been getting beat up over the last couple of years because of the rise in games like Fortnite um, that are able to be streamed directly from the source through the internet and not necessarily needing these physical locations um, to sell. So that's kind of the background of why those stocks have been struggling. While they're definitely not stocks that, you know, I've been bullish about or um, investing in, I've never mentioned those two stocks before this, this episode. Um, but recently what, what has happened is if you guys um, have pets, you've probably also heard of Chewy.com. And me and my wife use Chewy for everything for our pets, um, for food, for medicine. Uh, it's a great e-commerce platform that uh, kind of revolutionized, you know, it, it, same kind of thing as GameStop. People, you know, started downloading games directly for Chewy. They kind of took the, you know, PetSmart, Petco, um, type locations and, and turn it into a better experience, a customer centric experience online. And so they've been exploding and the co-founders and I, I, I'm going to maybe butcher this a little bit, but a few of the executives and I believe one of the co-founders from Chewy actually uh, joined the board for GameStop. So that just in itself is what originally started driving some excitement behind GameStop. Um, you know, their thought is, hey, we're going to join the board. Um, we're going to take what we did with Chewy in that industry and do it for GameStop. They're going to try to make GameStop into much more than just physical locations. They want to turn it into, you know, an e-commerce player in the video game space. So there's there was excitement recently 
um, just because of that, right? We've talked on here, um, excitement, good or bad, can drive stocks, obviously. And this is no exception. So so this that is what started driving this. But this, this time, something happened that's a little different um, than what normally happens in these situations. And so there became a new term this week that is, I've been seeing in lots of articles. It's been thrown around in other podcasts I've listened to. And it's called cyber bulls. So if you guys, um, and I really haven't gotten into this topic very much, but there's bulls and bears. Bulls believe the stock's going to go up and they're pushing for stock price growth. Bears believe the stock is going to go down or you know they could short a stock. Um, but in general, they believe the market and the stock price of a, of a specific stock, if you're talking about a bear of you know GameStop, believes the current price is overvalued and that it will come down at some point. Um, this week, what happened was once, you know, a lot of this news broke about GameStop, um, there was a, you know, if you go to reddit.com or if you've, you know, if you guys listen to this, you, most of you probably know what Reddit is. Um, what happened is the excitement behind GameStop started trending in a Reddit forum. Uh, it's called, uh, I think it's stock bets. I forget the actual name of the of the channel that has been the you know major face of this week, but essentially, long story short, it started trending. It started getting tons of excitement online. And again, this is definitely people that invest. Um, I think it's a lot of people who are newer to investing, as we've talked about on here a few times. You know, twenty twenty was a huge year for folks who have never been into investing to hop on things like Robinhood. Um, to just get into investing in general, I think COVID was a, a big opportunity for a lot of new people. So we have a lot of new people investing in things, which is fantastic. Love that. That's great. Um, and so, but what's new is these online platforms being drivers of excitement. So Reddit, like for example, was driving a ton of excitement. It started trending on social media. People were talking about it on TikTok. Um, it became this social media slash general internet meme about everyone getting behind GameStop. What that started doing was driving GameStop stock through the roof. Um, you know, like I said, it's not a company that financially at this point is doing well. They're not trending in the right direction, um, but their stock price started doing the exact opposite and was exploding. You know, it was leading the stock market in percent gains. We were seeing, you know, 100 plus percent days over the, over this week. Um, and it was kind of getting out of control. It was, you know, it was growing to the point where we've talked in here before of like Tesla, where there's been times where Tesla blows up like that. There's not really anything financial, anything substantial to back it up. Um, but the excitement, the hype, the, you know, the FOMO, I'll say the people who are reading about it and don't want to miss out on this gain, um, we're jumping in and that's exactly what you know happened here so that started happening um as soon as the stock price really started jumping two key things took place one uh celebrity personalities online like dave portnoy who's now become the face of this whole thing the guy that started barstool sports he started talking all about it you know screw the suits which is what he calls the wall street old timers that have been uh you know big money people of investing over the last, you know, how many decades, um, even Elon Musk retweeted the subreddit uh, forum that this, this kind of like went viral in. So you have all these like big name people online posting about it, saying they're buying into it, which obviously then just completely drove the hype. And a lot of people jumped in and also bought. 
at the exact same time, obviously you look at this like a business, you look at it like a lot of intelligent investors would and really what in the past would have defined a successful or unsuccessful investment. You know, you're looking at the stock price, you realize it's overvalued, you realize that there's nothing to back up why the stock is where it's at. And so you have a lot of these old school, old time investors, big hedge funds that started shorting it. And, you know, I've done an episode on shorting. So if you don't know what that is, definitely go back and listen to that one. But essentially, you know, let's just say for fun numbers, the stock's at $100. They think the stock is only worth 75. So they believe it's going to go down. So they actually are taking a bet that the stock will go down in hopes that it will decline. And they'll make if the stock goes down to 75, they inherently then make, um, you know, that $25 investment. This is just very rough numbers, not exactly how it works. And then if the stock price goes up, though, they're kind of screwed, right? They're, they're actually on the hook to pay the difference when they go back to sell that stock. So it's kind of the opposite of normal investing. And so you have all these major hedge funds that start shorting the stock. They believe like, okay, this was some stupid thing online. It popped, but it'll come back down. So we have big time clientele, big time hedge funds um, shorting the stock. Of course, when that starts happening, and you can you can kind of see when these movements are happening, and there's a way to get into it. We're not going to get into that today. Then you have the you know Dave Portnoy's and the um, other big time personalities online who start really really pushing this thing, and you have people like that who are fired up and trying to really send this stock to the moon, and it worked. So now the stock price explodes. It continues to explode. It's just up and up and up over the last couple of days. Well, now these people who shorted the stock are in trouble, right? Like a lot of these big time old school investors realize, I mean, they're on the hook for billions of dollars in some cases. I mean, this is a monumental thing that's going on. And of course, the internet wins as always. The internet is pumped about this. They love to see that happen. You know, their whole perspective, a lot of people that are in this, you know, camp of new investors who really got into it through Robinhood in 2020, really push the, you know, hey, we have the power of the internet. We can move stock prices better than, you know, the old school suits. That's kind of the the mentality they have. Um, but what happens is, and if you guys have been trading for a little bit, you've probably seen this, when stocks become very volatile, and sometimes if they're dropping too fast or going up too fast, sometimes, you know, the different platforms that you trade on, like Robinhood, and I, you know, I, I will be very open and candid with all of you. I have definitely talked Robinhood up a ton on this platform. I still use them and, and we'll get into my perspective here in a few minutes. Um, but sometimes these platforms can't either handle the load of, of uh, transactions that are coming through. So it actually like bogs down the app, the system. Um, and sometimes the actual market will halt trading if something is, you know, collapsing, for example. Sometimes the, the, the actual stock market will halt it. Those things happen from time to time. Um, you know, sometimes people get really pissed about it. And, you know, to be honest, I, I really need to do more research and understand, like, what constitutes a halt of a stock. Because it's something I personally don't know, you know, what what it, what gives the green light for that to be able to legally happen. Uh, a lot of people believe you shouldn't be able to touch it, right? Like you should let the supply and demand and the people trading determine when it'll slow down. And you shouldn't be able to put your you know foot on the brake or the gas and let things happen. And it, I, I would have to agree with that. I think you have to let economics and the people involved publicly trading um, 
to be involved and, and, and let them decide what happens. It shouldn't be up to anyone to decide when it stops. So this is going on. Um, you know, obviously Robinhood is becoming very overwhelmed with the amount of trading that's happening for some of these major stocks. You know, really, I, I said AMC, GameStop, BlackBerry. There's a, actually a handful of other ones that this is all happening to this week. And I honestly think going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle this because um, I think this is going to continue to happen. I think people are going <laughs> to, these things are going to pop up online and people are going to get behind it and they're going to try to move the needle. So this isn't, I don't think this is an isolated incident. I think this is something that we'll see how this impacts the stock market. It's super interesting. So then what happened? So that's kind of the background story. That's what happened. Today, I get up and I look in on Robinhood. They had announced that they are banning the trading of GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, and this other select few that I, I was telling you guys about. Um, and to be honest, this is the first time in my life that I've seen them, any platform for that matter, do what they did. And so, like I said, halting happens. Halting happens from time to time. But what they did is they actually banned the ability to buy more shares. You could only sell your positions. Now, let's just take a, a quick timeout and explain to you guys why that's a big deal. Number one, if you're halting a stock because something's, you know, volatility is happening. I, I, that, that there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons behind that, but, but in those you can't buy or sell it's, it's halted. The, the price can't move. The shares can't move hands anymore. They need to like get some stability in the market for you to control, especially as a platform like Robinhood to control what stocks you can and can't buy. And just because you're, you're the stock is blowing up or falling down for you to stop trading as far as just be able to buy positions and only sell. You can't buy new personally without me doing enough research to really back this up. I, it almost feels illegal to me. Uh, Dave Portnoy, who of course is, you know, he's an investor for fun. He's a, he's not a, you know, professional investor, but after this, I'm not going to lie to anybody. It's made me rethink who should be considered, you know, a real quote unquote investor or someone who knows they're talking about and someone like Dave, who's passionate about it. But today, what happened was I was able to sell my GameStop shares, but I couldn't buy more. And that completely flips on its head and defies the rules of supply and demand, right? You have all this demand right now, and they're constricting the supply. And I personally think this is illegal. I don't know how they get, they're getting away with this. We'll find out if they do. There are so many people that are calling on them. Um, you know, to get get arrested, to send the owners of Robinhood to jail, all this crazy stuff that's being said on the internet. Um, but what is more crazy than anything is that this happened, and I, I've never seen it before. Um, you know, the stock started falling today. You know, I honestly, I decided to sell. I sold and got, I got out. I've only held on to it for two days, and I made some good money. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna get my wipe my hands clean, and I'm, uh, I'm not gonna be waiting to see what how this plays out. I'll just sell and get out. But I'm not going to lie. When I did that, I was like, that's really, it's messed up. It's messed up that I can't go and buy more now. Um, you have to let people buy and sell what they want. That's the entire backbone and the whole entire point of the stock market. So, I mean, I got fired up. And then of course, when you get on social media, it gets you more fired up. And so I thought this was great to talk about. And, and Dave Portnoy had a great quote that I wanted to just say to all of you. Um, he basically said, this is similar to your team heading into the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. You're losing. 
and the game is about to be over. And he's comparing this in an analogy form to the suits on Wall Street. He then goes on to say, and instead of just taking the L and losing the game, you decide you can change the rules. You add 20 minutes on the clock and finish the game that way. He's he's basically saying that what they've done, and there's a lot of rumors right now, so I don't want to spread bad information on if Robinhood, you know, is being incentivized by some of these huge hedge funds or not. That is, you know, some of the rumors that are being spread. Um, but what he's basically saying is, you know, the rules of the game are it's supply and demand. People buy it or people want to buy it, right? If there's a ton of demand, the supply obviously gets constricted and the price goes up and it eventually balances itself out. By you doing this and you stopping the ability to purchase shares today and only sell, you've essentially changed the game. You've changed the rules of the game and you've changed what people are allowed and not allowed to do in the middle of the game, right? It's not like this is something that got rolled out to the stock market over a period of time and people knew it was coming and this is like a new rule. This is how they're going to handle this when this happens. No, they just pulled the plug on it. Um, And I, I personally think Robinhood, I think they screwed up. Um, I don't think they're going to get away with this. I'm very, very interested to see, you know, if the SEC and the government get involved. I think this story is new and there is so much more to find out. But when you have people like Portnoy um, and other personalities online that are at a lot of money, and I think what people people maybe don't realize if you if you didn't invest in this and you, you know, you didn't get in um, and you're not in the experience of this all. People believe they're out of a lot of money, right? And the one thing with the stock market, it's always moving, right? It's not like it's not like uh, a game where there's four quarters and then there's next game in a couple of days. Like, no, every day that the stock market's open, it's moving. So for you in the middle of the trading day or to start off a trading day and, and not allow the purchase of a stock that's available and should be available, uh, in a lot of people's mind, I think it's illegal. They think that, you know, they got screwed out of making more money today. And they think that they're potentially helping some of these hedge funds who shorted the stock. Um, so we'll see. It's crazy. And I wanted to just break this down for you guys because it's it was very confusing even as I was getting questions from people this uh, really the last couple of days. Um, it's hard to keep up with it. You know, I've just been trying to, you know, read a couple headlines and do my own research. But that is the gist of the story. Um, like I said, what's your guys' opinion? Would love to know what you guys think. Um, especially if you're someone who uses Robinhood and you've experienced the inability to purchase some of these shares today. Um, I would love to just know what you guys think, because I think this is is one of um, the craziest things I've seen in really my seven years of investing so far. Um, I, I haven't seen anything like this where there's this much, this much, excuse me, fire on the internet um, about what's going on and reasonably so, especially if you're someone who had a lot of money. You know, some people um, put serious amounts of money. I've heard crazy stories that reminds me so much of the Bitcoin hype that happened in 2017, where people were putting, you know, their life savings, their entire 401ks into, um, into some of this stuff, which you hope to God, none of you listening did that. Um, but you gotta be careful when people's money are involved. When money's involved, uh, the emotions are at its height, I would say. So, I hope this was interesting. And honestly, I, if, if there's better developments, if something happens, something major changes, I will be, I'll be the first one to put out an episode for all of you guys and uh, explain the continuation of this story. But yeah, like I said, go on uh, as I post, I'll post this uh, online. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. 
your feelings. Um, and maybe on the next one, I can read, you know, some of the perspectives from all of you. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening and good luck out there, uh, with your investing. Hope, uh, hope you guys are all safe and far away from these stocks. If you were stuck in there, um, or, you know, hopefully you got out of them and made, made some money. And, uh, anyway, hope you guys all have a great day. Stay positive that sometimes when you get wrapped up into this stuff, it's a, it's a black hole of negativity and anger. So hope that doesn't happen to any of you. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. And we'll be back with a new one soon. See ya.